Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Hello. We are back with more Crusade. This episode was called... The Path of Sorrow. The Path of Sorrow. This was an interesting episode. I've... It was weird, Tim. It was weird. <laughs> it was good, but it was weird. It was, yeah, it was the right kind of weird, though. Yes. I felt like, like not like unintentionally weird, just more of a, it was actually pretty thought-provoking. It was. And structurally, uh, it's weird, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, cut into thirds, basically. <laughs> it was just like, this is your third, and this is your third, and this is your third. I mean, the, well, the, <laughs> the basic setup is very, like, traditional Star Trek kind of sci-fi. Find a weird thing. Yeah. Explore the ramifications of the weird thing. But ignore the Prime Directive. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and we were talking before, like, the... At this point, they're searching for any and all possible leads, like, so... Yeah. We hear it heals stuff, so we'll try it. And I guess they're not wrong. Right. At least from a certain point of view. It won't heal all the people of Earth, though. No. Like, no. Mm-hmm. But they have to investigate it to see yeah. what where it will go, so... It, it's like if X-Files had a more specific goal, which I guess sometimes X-Files does. Sometimes it does, but it, it, it's kind of set up that way. Oddly enough, there's an, there's an episode later that references X-Files. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That's huh. unexpected. They were on simultaneously. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Like, yeah. when did X-Files start? Mid-90s? Uh, maybe. Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was late 90s, so yeah, that it makes sense. It was a huge deal back then. Yeah. But, so we start off with this... Obscure planets, uh, vault thing, trying to get into place. Valen is super creepy in how they've... Not Valen. Not Valen, I'm sorry. (laughs) Forgive me, Valen. Um, I forgive you. (laughs) Galen. Galen is super creepy in how he uh, gets them to open up the place. Yes. Um, he does he not have he much. He didn't lick the tear, though. He did not lick it. No, he caused the tear, but he didn't lick the tear. It like was, it looked it like close. he was about to. It was very close. He, was, he thought about it. <laughs> he just does what he wants to do. I mean, he does. He's like <laughs> he's a loose cannon. He was off hinged this whole episode. He was just like rather amoral and yeah. all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they find this big uh, snow globe thing with an alien set. I like the design of the alien myself. I wish we could have seen more detail. You. Like I, I yeah. like the design, but I couldn't quite figure out what it looked like yeah we we saw a lot of close-ups of the head and then with like but in the wide chest we seem to mainly see like the the, the legs, legs or like something. it had like comes out of the yeah. out of and a shell turtle. i know there was some complaining about the the music during it but <laughs> the was, oriental things or it made it at the beginning when you met him it made you think he was a mystic on top of a mountain <laughs> Um, because it had this oriental background and stuff. I did like, I agree though, I like the design of him. I thought, he made me think a little bit of the uh, the ship captain from Farscape. I was thinking Farscape yeah. too, yeah. yeah. Had, it had that kind of classic uh, kind of like creature vibe to him, which was cool. So yeah, that, that was a cool design. And, and I like the way it communicated through subtitles. Like, yeah. we didn't even hear any sounds, it just subtitled. That worked pretty well. Well, it, does that mean it, it communicated telepathically or that's the way i interpreted just like it but I, feelings it, it 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 communicated through feelings or vibrations or i don't know i think it's open to interpretation um my my gut reaction would be telepathically but you could breed in a lot of ways into it i guess yeah i was thinking telepathically or some sort of just impression like boom words kind of just it's like subtitles in your head maybe yeah something like that Interesting, and we finally got backstories for three of our crew people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was nice to have backstory. Very nice, very nice. Um, this is only episode four, and we're finally getting backstories. Four out of how many? 
Uh, 13. Yeah, like, I, I feel like we should have gotten this before. Well, the interesting thing is that uh, chronologically and in the sci-fi order, for both of those, this was episode 9. What? Yeah. So interesting. So it would have taken, in that way of doing it, would have taken a lot longer to get some of that stuff, which I can kind of see why they, yeah, they probably, I, I would imagine they probably pushed this one up so you could get those. Yeah, yeah. Th- I, that backstory. Like, I want to know who these people are before the show's over. Yeah. <laughs> the season, I guess, they, they, they didn't know the show was going to be over. Right, right. And Galen's backstory would have actually been helpful last episode. Yes. <laughs> yes, we actually got to see his, his love. And I totally buy that she was a techno mage. Like, I mean, that dramatic and forceful yep. of a death scene. Yep. It was like, yep, she was totally techno mage. They were, they were meant for each other. <laughs> <laughs> I want the tapestry with your face in it, with a thing that... Like, Says that center of the world. Like, and that's a healthy relationship, kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was supposed to be kind of teasing but yeah i was right like always <laughs> yeah let's tackle these one at a time because there's a lot we could say about yeah, galen yeah. there so um the captain what's the captain's name again gideon gideon that's right i should remember that um yeah I, I think i appreciated seeing his the most because for one he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that's the captain of a sci-fi show mm-hmm. he, yeah. he feels much more blue collar to me or and I think he kind of is really and really intense in a lot of ways, and that yeah. I kind of see yeah. where he's coming from now. Like Bram knows that he's now like was gambling two episodes in a row, and I think that's the. I mean, there's a lot of card playing. There's a lot of so that yeah. He, I think he's a little un, not unhinged, but has that seedy side yeah. to him. That that card scene, I was about to call foul until I realized no, the guy was really wanting to get rid of this box thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which man, does that ever come back? I don't. I, I don't remember. Uh, I think so. I think it's. Not, I think it's supposed that's to be a, just mean. Well, I think it's supposed <laughs> to be a plot device, and I think come back once again. I've rewatched all the episodes for like decades. Might be a long term sort of but planting thing. When I was re- when I rewatched the half before we started this whole Bible Five hijack, I had not seen it again yet. Okay, but I'm hoping it's actually. And, and like and within these thirteen yeah, episodes, and not so. something that was planned for like season. Like, two. I love that it lies. Not all the time, but it lies. Like, like, it's an apocalypse box. Like, I don't care about the rest of whatever the show's about. Let's just talk about that. Like, <laughs> it's it's been li- the mission. It's good setup. It's been Linus yes. in a box. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Basically. It so I mean, it said I'm like you sound like I want to see more of that, and and, and you yeah. know, and then getting is like okay, so you know about the ship in the box, like oh, it's still a thing. It, you he still has it somewhere. That's yeah, that was, yeah. A lot of questions there. Um, it just looks so cool too. Like there's gonna be like rupees or something. <laughs> right there, like. like I said, I had questions when he first like, yes, I have this box here. Yeah, I'm gonna gamble it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bet uh, on my my two pair on this super awesome box. I'm like, who would do that? It's like, oh no, he wanted to lose. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's interesting. That's super interesting. Like. I'm going to be mad if we don't get any more Apocalypse Box. <laughs> I'm going to be super, super mad. And you're all going to hear about how mad I am. Like, I'm going to go look it up and make like, sure we get some. We're just going to have to like create a new whole central plot line and be like... We'll do, we'll do fan fiction. Crusade and the search for the Apocalypse Box. Yeah, who cares about Earth? Well, yeah, let's like, find out forget the Earth, they're dead, whatever. <laughs> all right, then we had Mathis yeah. in the Psycore. Uh, which uh, that was cool to see some some size correction from the midst of the telepath Tim war. Yeah, um, which is that the only glimpse we get of the telepath war? 
again from a memory, yes, but there's like there's like six episodes that I That's don't true. remember. Yeah, it's all very vague. You get, yeah. You've only watched this show completely once. Yes. So. Yes, back in like when it was on in the late '90s. So we're that, talking 20 years ago. Wow. So, so, so we'll see. Um, I do think uh, it was very fortunate for the resistance that apparently their um, holding cell, the Psychor holding cells, had no recording devices. No kidding. Or monitoring, weird, yeah. like, uh, like you're, you monitor literally everything, but you're not monitoring your prisoners. Like what they're saying, yeah. or you know, they'll have camera crew, cameras yeah. all over. Maybe the place. deniability. I guess. They can scan their heads to know what they're Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, true. I did think that was weird also, but... Yeah. Like, you're talking about all this stuff that, like, you'd both just be killed instantly and... Yeah, like, yeah. Well, luckily, all the top guns were gone, luckily. <laughs> Is that what they said? The, they said they, that's why that's why he was even given that job. Oh, okay. They were all off doing some other side wars. Oh, work. yeah, that's right. Okay, so my question with those... First two particularly. What were they being... I, I like the... We'll, we'll find out about the Crystal Globe yeah. alien thing, the whole forgiveness thing. But what were they being forgiven about? The captain, was he, was he being forgiven for letting a guy kill himself? Or the poker... I, I'm not sure what he was feeling guilty about. Yeah, exactly. it's almost like... Like, you know, he never abandons anyone. So maybe it's just that... Maybe it was that. Maybe it's... I mean, maybe the Apocalypse Box in general has a guilt thing attached to it. I mean, we don't know what that's all going on. Or maybe on. it's just the fact that these are all things that they haven't told anyone about. And it's just that release of, like, okay, I've told somebody else knows. About this traumatic yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 and that's off my chest. That takes some of the burden off me. But right. I don't get the forgiveness aspect. Yeah, he might. I mean, probably some survivor guilt. And again, he saw Shadow Ship and the Clarks. People were like, oh, there's nothing. I mean, there's like. He, he could have been more. Yeah. He, he might have felt that like there was more. He it was a little, it was a little vague. It, it felt more like just like survivor guilt, but it seems like there's more there. Mm. I mean, he said you know about the ship and you know about the box, so he, those must be the two things he feels guilty about. About okay, yeah. It, this is the only like I thought it was fascinating to have forgiveness be the feature of an alien like that because forgiveness hardly ever gets talked about anywhere in sci-fi, especially yeah. in sci-fi. Yeah. But normal, like if I had been writing this episode, I probably would have had something that like a mistake that they very obviously yeah. made. I mean, I'm not complaining too much because I love the, the they were super interesting backgrounds. Yeah. I just logically, it's like and, it, and it, it was it was like an, an overt sin yeah. that, that they did. Matheson might just be the whole the whole like hey, I was part of this psychor thing. Yeah, yeah, that's and then true. also. All these people I worked with got killed because I let her free. I mean, that's true. I mean, on, on one, on his is more like okay. You probably do feel like you need forgiven because there are dead people because of you. Yeah, even if even if Psychor was, even if they deserved it. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's the thing. All three of them are basically things that you just feel guilty about, but there's nothing exactly to ask forgiveness for. Hmm. You know, they're not like I did something horrible wrong. It's almost just like. These things happened around me, and there's something wrong here, and I just, uh, I can't live with it. Mm. I mean, that, that's basically Galen's thing. Yeah. Whole, I mean, yeah. he can't process it. Do you think the alien lives on forgiveness or pain? Which, which yes. version of that do you agree with? Yes? yes. Okay, yes. Just yes. <laughs> it's probably meant to be ambiguous in some yeah. ways. I was just curious what... The crew thought. I, I'm leaning more toward the forgiveness thing because I feel like if he was just living on pain, he would have just gone and ha- hung out with the shadows. <laughs> like, there's a lot of different ways you can inflict pain on someone, and you don't need someone to confess and something he have, to you. Would he have bothered to ask, Are you in pain if he thrives off pain? Yeah, that's, you know. a, that's a fair point. Yeah, 
I feel like if he was just thriving off of pain, he would. He would be... just look at you and be like, "Remember all these horrible things." Yeah. yeah. Not, not specifically things that people felt like they needed for, forgiven for. So I guess I changed yeah. my answer to forgiveness. Okay. I do. I find Galen super fascinating. The whole like, he can't even. He, he can't deal with that. There's purpose in the universe. Because yeah. then it. Because yeah. then, then someone's responsible for for uh, what's her name's death. Yeah. Uh-huh. His love's Isabel. death. Which is is it is a deep theological Isabel. Yeah. Isabel. Like, that's a deep theological issue right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It just, it's a very interesting way to state that problem. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised that he crumpled up the message and just threw it on the floor. I was... Well, you know, he... It makes sense, but at the same yeah. time, I was like, oh. Yeah, that was like, that, yeah, that's that's super interesting. I mean, he said his perspective of this, that our understanding of what God is, is just things we make up. And, you know, you can reason... You can have all kinds of excuses yeah. to the talk God away, and you can you can just look like that's just a crumbled message. It doesn't mean anything just because it had my name and love in it. Mm-hmm. Or you can look at it as like, no, this means something. Yeah. It's there's a certain amount of faith in there. I mean, if he had chosen to believe in it, there'd be reason behind it. But it is at the same time, it would be a leap of faith, and he does not want that kind of faith right now. So I'm guessing, unlike the other two, he did not have a great night's sleep. <laughs> I think that it would be correct. You know, like yeah. if anything, it made it worse because it just resurfaced all the. That's uh, that's a good point. You didn't somewhere they said like they can eat. Uh, maybe with math at the end, they can either accept it or they can go just walk away. Uh, yeah, I guess he did say that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And again, th- I think this was J. Michael's episode. It felt like, very yeah. much like yeah. a J. That, Michael's. That, but that, yeah. you know, we've talked in other Battlefine episodes about his kind of interesting relationship with forgiveness. As a concept. As a concept. Yeah, yeah and that definitely was playing out here. Yeah, this, honestly, I think this might have been my favorite episode of Crusade that we've I, I seen think so it, far. It's one of my, the highlights of the, my, my half rewatch, yeah. It's the most interesting so far. But it has the least to do with the mission. <laughs> well, you no, know, the last one had the least to do with the mission. Yeah, well, it, it was more. But of like the... implication wise, like yeah, we. I mean, I know they found it because it was a lead, but we spent the whole episode in backstory, which I yeah. love. Yeah, it's more more psychotherapy than uh, yes. saving the world. And yes. I think and I think with the whole crusade, you know, while they're going around searching, it's and, you know while we think must do it, it. I think it's set up as just an episodic. We're going to just. Yeah. Give us an excuse to explore the universe. And honestly, if there had been more time, it would have been interesting to see some other characters yeah. go through this. Like, I want to know more about that Max guy. All we know about him so far is he's kind of a greedy archaeologist. Yeah. So I feel I, like that's what we would have gotten. I think there's an episode, yeah. next episode or two, where he's kind of one of the main, main was characters. Was he in this episode at all? Uh, that, at the beginning, he was. The very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> just like, he got threatened with a little sunshine. <laughs> he's so, like, sorry, he's just like... Guys, I got... Yes, I figured out a half hour ago. <laughs> he feels like the the kind of character, though, in a, in another movie, he'd be he'd be like the unscrupulous arc rival of like a Brendan Fraser kind of yeah. character. Like, <laughs> like the... Yeah. The... I don't care what you guys are doing, what I have to go through to get the money. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Kind of a scoundrel. Yeah. A yeah. Kind of, kind of like that. One last note, one thing I want to touch on. The the alien that came to visit the Path of Sorrows, yeah. that was cool looking, well, it, I thought. For a second, I was like, oh, somebody else lives here. And they were like, oh, honey, you're home. And then, <laughs> then it was not the case at all. No, it was, it was coming to the alien confessional. Yeah, like, that was fast. Yeah, <laughs> I guess maybe more people know about this thing. I don't know. Well, it felt a little, very much, and I think J. Michael wrote for some of the new Twilight Zone. It felt like that sort of ending. You know, mm-hmm. even the whole episode has that kind of vibe to it. 
Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. It's just like artifact, how it affects people. Uh-huh. No, I put it back, and here's someone new. It <laughs> continues. <laughs> I mean, it is like the whole episode you could just watch and not know anything about mm. the rest of the show, and it would be okay. Most, yeah, for the most part. Just like, this guy's a techno mage, he's kind of a wizard. Yeah, and yeah, like, I mean, little... I mean, the whole, like, sidecore thing would be a little, like... Huh? <laughs> uh, I could That's totally true. see Nick, like, making his writing class watch this. I, like, I would never have done that with any episode before. <laughs> Were you in his writing class? I was. Oh, I try okay. to forget. <laughs> <laughs> that was only, I don't know, 12 years ago? Ooh, <laughs> ooh. I like to think it's longer ago than that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that, that has been one of the interesting things about Crusade so far. You never quite know what to expect with an episode. Yeah, and it, it feels very first season. You get some good ones, some like, eh, whatever. Uh, oh, first season of Babylon 5, Mixed yeah. Bag. Mixed bag, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, But it does certainly have a whole different feel from the Babylon 5. Oh, yes. 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 Much more. Which is good and bad. Like, you're used yeah. to Babylon 5, you're like, what is this thing? But it's probably good being like... It's not trying to be. Yeah. No, I mean, I think it's fun to, to do this kind of space exploration stuff in uh, in the universe of Babylon 5 without having the same conventions of that mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Broadens things up a bit. Okay, so anything we miss? I don't think so. Awesome. Okay. Well, be sure to check out our regular podcast, Derailed Trains of Thought, available at derailedtrainsofthought.blogspot.com and iTunes, Stitcher, etc. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. (laughs) Bye-bye.